night. It was a tough go for the men's team at Houston. Those threes that were falling against UCF weren't, at least in the first half. Get ready to hear some exciting highlights, believe it or not, for a loss by 19 points. There was definitely a streak in the game in the second half where things went extraordinarily well for the Bulls, but Houston, well, took control in the first half. You'll hear some of those clips here in a second, including some epic stuff from Jim Lighthall and the best background noise I've heard on a Bulls road broadcast this year will explain. There's other stuff happening, of course. Softball is just barely more than three weeks away from the season. In fact, three weeks from tomorrow. That'll be Thursday night, February the 10th, going up against Illinois State. We will have that game for you live on USF Bulls Unlimited. We'll endeavor to get as many games on the air as possible. And the fine folks at D1 Softball came out with their preseason top 25. And, of course, my eyes go right to noticing how many of those teams that are on the Bulls' schedule. And even though there are some tough ones that are unranked, they are playing plenty of ranked opponents. In fact, their first two games are against Illinois State and Kansas City. Their third game is Saturday, February the 12th, against Michigan. The Wolverines are ranked 12th in the country. They have a really good pitching duo, which is the key, right, to get not just the ace, but a strong number two pitcher. The next day against the Florida Gators, Gators are ranked 5th in the preseason poll. In fact, they're the highest team that didn't make it to the College World Series last year, just ahead of Florida State, by the way. So the Bulls play back-to-back days on their first weekend against the number 12 and number 5 team in the country. Then they head to Clearwater for the packed event, the St. Pete Clearwater Elite Invitational at the Moore Complex. And again, we are not going to be able to do the first game on Bulls Unlimited because it butts up against the opener of the baseball season. But that next day, Saturday, February 19th, they're playing Oklahoma State. The Cowgirls are ranked number three in the preseason rankings. They have already a tremendous returning roster, and they've added a couple of transfers, one from Texas, and then a catcher, Julia Cottrell, from, well, Florida. We saw her in action. Great defensive catcher, so they're going to be outstanding. They play Auburn and Wisconsin the next day back-to-back. Neither of those teams are ranked, but it'll surely be right around the top 25. You get the idea. Then things actually do lighten up a little bit, which is smart on Ken Erickson's part. Not that they don't play any other good teams the rest of their pre-conference schedule, but not quite loaded up with top 25 teams. It is going to be interesting in the middle of March. An extended run of games going up to the first weekend of conference play, which, by the way, is the war on I-4, where Ohio State and Purdue will actually play the Bulls five combined times, but not on the same day. They'll be, I guess, hanging out in Florida, which a lot of the teams from up north do. So we are looking forward to that. And then a week later, of course, is when baseball season begins. So that's going to be added to our bulk of play-by-play for you on USF Bulls Unlimited. Before we get to highlights of the play-by-play from last night, a couple of notes from women's soccer. Megan Cavanaugh, one of the several transfers that joined the Bulls a couple of seasons ago and stuck around for their extra year. Of course, Paula LeBlick, another. And we'll keep an eye on any of these players that have departed the school and where they're headed. Megan will go to Puerto Rico to try and start her college career. Puerto Rico Soul FC plays in Liga Puerto Rico, which is their top professional league. And this has been the team that has dominated the league. They've won every regular season title since joining the league four years ago. She's going to wear number seven. Good stuff on GoUSFBulls.com. We also have talked in the past, especially at the World Cup, about former Bulls goalie Christiane Endler and how she's so tremendous as the Chilean national goalie. Well, she was voted the best women's goalkeeper by FIFA. That organization announced that this week. She was up for the award in the last two go-rounds, but 
won the award this time, and it's voted on by national team coaches, captains, international media, and fans. And this was more for her professional work for Paris Saint-Germain. She helped that team win the title of its league with a record of 20 wins, no losses, and two ties. And the team that had won the last 14 championships in France, Olympique Lyon, was edged out by her team. She only allowed four goals in those 22 games. So I guess when you have 19 shutouts in 22 games, you are probably a candidate for goalkeeper of the year. She was USF's goalie in 2012 and 2013. Also on GoUSFPolls.com, we talked about him yesterday, and we'll do more conference stuff at the end of the hour. We're going to do a longer conference show around the American. It'll be about 10 minutes, so tune in at 10 till. But Romaine Beckford was named the American Athletic Conference's Men's Field Athlete of the Week when you finish first in the high jump, as he did, as we told you on Monday's show pretty good chance you're going to get conference honors. Romaine Beckford, a guy that I plan on catching up to. I know I said I was going to talk to Christina Moros yesterday. My schedule didn't work out, but we're going to get with her, the women's tennis coach, after Thursday's practice, and that'll be on Friday's show, and that'll be closer to their first match of the season, which is this Sunday. Well, last night, you knew it was going to be a tougher go for the Bulls, the opponent, Houston, a little bit stronger than UCF, and the thing that we told you about yesterday was Jamal Shedd had rolled his ankle And according to Kelvin Sampson, he didn't plan on him playing. In fact, he thought that Shed, his point guard, would miss two weeks. But he had some sort of miraculous recovery during the day and was able to suit up. However, he wasn't really the story offensively. Of course, you need somebody to run the point, and he did a good job of that. You're going to hear an extremely optimistic start that turns sour quickly due to another Houston Cougar who recently came back from an injury and could not miss from three-point land. But the other big thing you won't hear in these highlights is the fact that Javon Green didn't play. That was the first note that you really figured it would be a tough day for the Bulls, and it was. He had the outstanding offensive and defensive showcase against UCF. He was unavailable. The Bulls were also without Jake Boggs and Jalen McQuarrie, the two who could not play against UCF. So Sorrell Smith got his first start, did not score, was 0 for 4. They simply could not replace Green's presence, at least in the first half. Here are your first half highlights where, as I said, this was our best-sounding audio on a road broadcast. Whoever the engineer was for Jim Lighthall had all the right microphones in place, and it sounded good. Unfortunately, it was the other team doing most of the sounding good. Caleb Murphy to Jameer Chaplin. One dribble, hands it off to Sorrell. He is not shy about pulling the trigger, I'll tell you that. Corey Walker puts it on the floor. Ball fake. It's a man to fly by. Jump shot. Good! And he got Fabian Walker to bite on the pump fake. And Corey Walker draws first blood in the Bulls' lead on the 12-footer. No good, and Russell Chiwa gets the rebound for the Bulls. A couple of stops in the early going for USF. Murphy splits two defenders, gets to the basket. Finger roll is good, and Kayla Murphy snakes his way like a hot knife through butter. A minute in, and USF off to a 4-0 start. And this looks like the same team we saw on Saturday against UCF, and the Bulls never trailed in that game. Here's Edwards, three ball, left side, rattled it in. Kyler Edwards is 41st of the season, and again, he had seven of those on Saturday. Here's Murphy left wing, spots up for three, lets it fly, around the rim and out. Caleb Murphy can't get it to fall. 0 for 10 for the season from beyond the arc. Here's Walker, back to Edwards. He's wide open for three, lets it fly, good. It's a 10-0 run. White on the right wing, now to Josh Carlton. They push him away from the block. They cut to the basket. Fabian White misses the jumper from about six feet. Carlton got the rebound, kick out to Edwards, and he makes it. Goodness gracious, this guy's hot. 
13 to 6. Out of Murphy. He elevates from 17. That's off the back iron again. Goodness gracious. If he doesn't make that shot, it's a long, long night. Dump pass inside. Tipped by Corey Walker in the hands of Caleb Murphy. It's going to run out at the other end, and they're going to call an offensive foul on Caleb Murphy. Running in the open floor, trying to get the man off of him. He just stuck his hand up a hair, and of course the guy flies backwards because Houston's been doing this all night. And they call the foul on Caleb Murphy. Caleb just told Brian Gregory I didn't do anything to him. Brian Gregory's telling Tony Green right now these guys are flopping. We are not in Floptober. Tree pass down low to Chiwa. They came right over his back and took it away. Brian Gregory can't believe there's no call. Bounce pass to Fabian White. White puts it on the floor. Jump hook right hand good. 23 to 10. USF has four turnovers in the last two and a half minutes. Edwards left side to Shed. Into the corner it goes. Edwards catch and shoot three, good. And gets the entire coaching staff off of the bench. You just can't let Edwards stand alone in the corner. 29-11, Edwards has four made threes today. Caleb Murphy dribbles to his left, comes off a screen between the legs, back to his right, 15-footer, heavily contested, missed the shot, rebound Houston, lead pass on the run out to Moore, two-handed down. Tajay Moore, the grad student from Cal State Bakersfield, and they're ready to pop the top on this place. Timeout, Brian Gregory. It's a 20-point game. Passes to Moore, one-handed touch pass, and now back to Moore. One dribble, looking inside, fires to Fabian White, right side three, good. Wow. Wow. 36 to 13. Down low to Carlton, double team comes. He throws a high elbow, traveled no call, threw an elbow into the forehead of Matos and no call, and BG is hot. Wow, how did he get away with all that? You know, Kelvin Sampson has built up that program to where it is. Yeah, of course, it had the heyday of Hakeem Olajuwon and then got built back up by Sampson and to the point where you could tell crowd is into it. Officials are probably a little bit influenced. Certainly not saying the officials were the reason that the Bulls lost last night. There's no way I'm saying that. As you heard, they just didn't have an answer for the shooting. Six for 13 on threes, the Cougars in the first half. Edwards 4-7 and scored 17 points. In fact, it took a while for the Bulls to outscore Edwards as when Sam Hines Jr. made a jump shot with 110 to go in the first half, the Bulls had 18 points to Edwards 17. So it was 38-18 at halftime. Last year, folks, the Bulls went to Houston and lost 98-52. This obviously was headed not quite in the 98 direction, but in a 40-point loss maybe direction. It didn't happen that way. And yes, you want to start off stronger, but I love what happened in the second half. Some good second half highlights here, especially, of course, with DJ Patrick and some great lines by Jim Lighthall. I think you'll recognize the one right when he says it. Walker will inbound right in front of us. And here comes USF working against that Houston man-to-man defense. 18-11 to go. Bulls are down 40-18. to Murphy, right side pass to Sorrell Smith. He runs it down. Jump shot from 15 is short. Oh, a near putback by Corey Walker who came flying in. And here's Russell Chiwa with a two-handed dunk. He ended up with a loose ball. Here's Caleb Murphy back at the three-point line. 40 to 20. Passes right side to DJ Patrick. Catch and shoot three. Yes! DJ Patrick, the triple right in Moore's face. That's the same guy who hit six of them against Georgia Southern. And Patrick knocks down the triple. That's big. 17-point deficit. He's got to make some shots here. Offensive rebound by Fabian White. Kicks it out to Edwards. This guy, guy that's hurting him, and he makes another one. 
And that's his fifth made three tonight. So they answer it right back. It'll be USF basketball coming out of the timeout. 15.55 to go. They trail by 20. Four seconds to go on the shot clock. Kayla Murphy looking to get it in. Fires in the corner. Patrick's open for three. Fires and hits another one. DJ Patrick starting to heat up. He's got three today. Shed, crossover dribble. Fires left side. Edwards to answer. Three ball. Good. Wow, the last two threes that the Bulls have made, Houston has come right back and answered it, or at least Edwards has. Murphy back the other way. It's 51-26. Caleb on the right wing. Gets it to Patrick. He's got more on him. Now to Hines, and they get it back to Caleb, the point guard. Makes a little move, gets to the free throw line. Double team comes off to Sam Hines. He drives it into the paint. His pass is tipped. Patrick catches, gets in the corner for three. Yes, DJ Patrick, number four. DJ, goodness gracious. This is what we've been waiting all year to see. After getting six against Georgia Southern, he's had his best shooting day since then. Carlton in the paint, runs into Sam Hines, stops, rotates, spins, and scores. 53-28. Goes right at Murphy, high off the window, misses. Byron Matos comes down with a rebound, off to Caleb Murphy. Good defense by number 23 right there. Lead pass to D.J. Patrick, got away with the travel. Patrick's going to fire a three. Yes! D.J. Patrick! A Texas-sized day from beyond the arc. He's been the lone star today. DJ's got four in the second half, five for the game, and it's 53-34, and I think Kelvin Sampson is going to have a word with his defense about would someone like to guard number three. Now back out to Patrick. He's free again, lets it fly. Got another one. DJ Patrick, that's number five right there for him. 17 points for him. Edwards forces a long-distance three that misses and into the hands of Caleb Murphy. So the Bulls are getting stops now. No field goals for Houston for the last 240. Murphy. Free throw line, floater in the paint. God, another one for the Bulls. Under 11 minutes to go. It's 54-39. USF has closed it to 15. It's an 11-1 run. No starters on the floor for USF at the moment. Kaya goes left side to Moss. 10 to go on the shot clock. Trey looking for a high screen from Matos. Gets it. Goes to his right. Right side, Kaya. Thought about the three. He'll take the three. He'll hit the three. Mark Kaya. The entire city of Hudson's on its feet right now. It's 56-42. Gotta love that. Definitely did, and it took a 25-point margin down to 14 with six makes in a row. But the Bulls would cool off. They would quickly after that miss five shots in a row. But in the second half alone, DJ Patrick, 16 points, snuck in a couple of two-point baskets in there, but four of six on threes. The team was six of 12 on threes, shot 43% from the half. Kayla Murphy ended up with eight points, four rebounds, and five assists in the second half. So for the game, he hit his career high in assists and rebounds with eight each. He also scored 12 points, although that part of the game was definitely a struggle as he was four of 16 on the floor. You heard Jim say has not made a three all year. He did attempt three of them against a team well-known for its rebounding. The Bulls out-rebounded Houston 39-36. to The issue was turnovers. They turned it over single digits against the Cougars in the first meeting, but 17 last night. Only six, though, in the second half. Points off turnovers ended up being 17-14. to Despite the rebounding edge, the Bulls were outscored in the paint 
30 to 10. USF just didn't have it going on. At least Josh Carlton didn't go for 30 last night, but he was still 7 of 9 for 15 points. The big center for Houston, the transfer from UConn, set his career high with 30 points in the more recent meeting against the Bulls. Edwards calmed down in the second half, but still ended up with 23 points and 7 boards for his team. For the Bulls, again, Patrick led the way with 19 points. Jameer Chaplin ended up scoring 9 for USF. So, Bulls next added on Saturday against Temple.